For life's too wondrous to waste in the prediction, in self-imposed prisons of doubt and its addiction. I now understand the healing journey to take, a commitment to oneself, a divine choice I get to make. Blossoming of expansion, coloring a new day. I choose to embrace the beauty of soothing my own way. So I release the grip of analysis and yearning and dance with the rhythm of a new love that's churning, no longer stuck in the cycles of my mind. I rise above it all, leaving my separation behind. For in this realm of thinking and loving healing, let's choose to take action and keep our hearts open to feeling. Welcome, beautiful beings, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast with your host, Harrison Ma. This podcast sets the loving intention of creating the mystical space needed to pull back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. Now let's walk you home to your cosmic spiritual heart space. Good morning, evening, afternoon, magical beings. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to another solo sode with me and myself and you of course here on the cosmic love antenna today's solo so chat and transmission is a new kind of conversation a new kind of episode today that i'm really excited to share with you and go deep into all of the spiritual and emotional feels but before we do as always i want to welcome all the people joining live today either on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, or you're listening on the podcast. Welcome to the show. If you get a bit of value out of this chat, as always, please remember to share this out with a lover, a friend, a family member. And if this hits your heart today, leave your feedback, your comments, your insights over on Apple and Spotify. And that helps the show expand its love. I would recommend if you are watching live today, something that will move through you in this conversation that we have around poetry as things are coming up pop it in the comment section pop it in the chat and i'd love to hear your thoughts your feelings and any questions you might have so love that what are we doing what are we talking about today what are we diving into today's solo sode is on all things poetry healing with poetry and i'm going to share some of my spiritual poems from my heart to yours today to share some teachings and some spiritual understandings around some important topics that can help you pull back the layers restricting health alignment and your spiritual love i also want to set the intention of sharing my frequency a little bit deeper than usual and inspire you inspire you to tune into your creative process and that might be poetry that also might be something else entirely but remembering that your beautiful love frequency the unique presence that is you it speaks in many ways and one of those ways might be poetry so i'd encourage you to open your heart today and really receive this and let it move through you and see what comes up before I share my first poem here, I want to talk about why this is important. I want to share a quote. And the quote is, heartfelt poetry is an echo, 
asking a shadow to dance. When we share our love and our expression through poems specifically, I've noticed that it does something very special. It heals, it alchemizes, it pulls back a lot of the layers that you may have been stuck in prior. And I want to be very clear, you do not need to be a special kind of person to be able to connect to and tune into poetry. Everyone has this ability, but you have to be courageous enough, confident enough, open enough to dive deeper. And today, I hope to inspire you to do that through the love that I will be sharing. I'm going to put some resources in the show notes of this episode. I'm going to put another episode I did on poetry. I'm also going to speak about this at the end, but I have just recently launched with my beautiful friend, Zenjen, a poetry container where you can receive transmissions like this and also go deeper into this healing, inspiring, poetic transformation. So I'll put that in the links in the show notes. I'd also recommend you check out my book where I speak a lot about this unique frequency that you can express through poetry. All right. So with all of that foundation, I'm going to start today by sharing, I'm going to share three poems today and speak about the teachings around them. And the first one, appropriately enough, is called Healing Spoken Poetry. In the world of expression where feelings confide, I listen to verses seeking solace inside. For within the words and the rhythms embrace lies a balm for the wounds, a calmness to face. Through sonnets and stanzas, I open my heart, releasing the pain, allowing my shadows to part. Each syllable dances, each metaphor weaves, a blanket of healing that my soul retrieves. The mistakes that were buried now tenderly laid in the lines that caress spoken lovingly and conveyed. The verses like bandages bind up my strife, embracing my sorrows, bringing forth new life. For poetry holds the remedy to soothe, to breathe life anew <clears throat> where darkness can move. So let the verses flow, let the healing commence as poetry becomes my graceful defense. With every word spoken, a piece of me lets go, transforming the tightness into treasures I know. In the sanctuary of verses, I find resolution. Within spoken poetry, my heart has its solution. So, this first poem, as you can feel in many ways, has some significant teachings that we can open our hearts to. The first is what I was talking about as I started this chat, this idea of channeling pain back into love and specifically alchemizing pain back into love. We all have this option. We all have this opportunity 
when we are in the pain, when we are identified by our stories, our beliefs, our limitations, our shadows. It's easy to think that we don't have a choice. But we do have a choice. We always have a choice. Sometimes we get lost in the in the thinking that we're not by not choosing, we're not making a choice, but even no choice is a choice. What I'm getting at here is we can all choose in the moment of darkness and and resistance and heaviness. We can all choose to channel and alchemize our pain. We can all choose to channel and alchemize our pain back into love. And there are many ways to do this, but one of the ways I'm I'm proposing and offering you here today, welcome Rose, I see you joining in the chat. One of the ways I'm offering you here today is through the poetic expression, right? Either the writing, and I speak about speaking here in a second, but just the writing of prose and poetic flow can help you alchemize that pain back into love and light. I've noticed it in every single poem that I've written. This is not a Harrison thing. This is something we all have access to. I want to share a, a phrase, a term here called holding the tension of the opposites. And what this is referring to is being in a energetic space and place in which you can hold yourself. And I'll speak more about this later, this holding phenomena, but just in this moment, get this idea in your head where you hold the tension of both polarities and you don't do anything, right? You hold the tension of your darkness, your pain, your resistance, your heaviness, and you hold the tension for the potential of healing, for love, for light, and you just sit in that for a moment. You don't force, you don't push, you don't expect anything. And it's often in this holding, in this staying, in this groundedness that answers and solutions come. So we can do this through the written word, right? We can hold our pain as we write, right? We can feel our feelings as we write. We can feel and express our heaviness as we speak our poems. And that's where the throat chakra comes in, right? This is spoken healing poetry in the poem that I just read. It's not just writing the poem, but speaking it. If you've listened to this show to any degree, heard me speak about the chakras, you know the power of the throat center. Throat center in its ability to express and release that which needs to move. Right? When we speak a anything that we've written, let's just take it out of the realm of poetry for a moment, that allows more energy to flow. So if we've transfused and infused our pain and our desires and our shadows into a poem and then we speak said poem we are now giving another avenue for release i've seen specifically i've seen myself have a different layer of release in writing the poem and then speaking it two different stages of release i've seen this in other people as well they've almost been surprised they've written the poem and they've been emotional beautiful but then they then they then they read it 
And then there's almost like a second layer, a deeper layer that has been allowed to move. And this is exactly what it is. I think about what your emotion is. It is energy in motion. What are you doing when you speak? You're allowing those words, that emotion to move. So speaking the poem, and I don't mean speaking to someone. You don't have to speak it to anyone. You can just speak it by yourself. And it has this effect. However, I will add a little asterisk here. If you can speak it to someone in front of someone as they witness you, this adds a third dimension to this. That person's not there to critique, to give you analysis, to mark you wrong or right. They are there purely to add in their presence of divinity so you can share yours through the poetry, so you can release and come back to yours through the poetry. So that is the third stage, reading your poem in front of someone adds another deeper layer of transformation. Right, Rose, you're saying, yes, I'm learning how to do this. Yeah, I see it, Rose, and I'm really proud of you for leaning into that. So the last thing I'll share here on this poem and this idea of speaking poetry and channeling the emotion and feeling, when we speak and share a poetic expression, especially if there's a lot of pain and shadow and a desire to heal within it. We're also doing something very spiritual. When we release and channel our pain back into love, out into the world, what is God. God is everything. God is everything that is you, everything that is inside of you. It is also everything that is outside of you. So at a very spiritual layer and, and level, when you speak poetry and that poetry is full of your pain and shadows, you're also handing it over to God. You're also handing it over to your higher power. You're handing it over to your divine will. And you're not just handing it over, you're having faith that you can actually let go. You can release. You can stop holding on to the shadows. You can stop being identified by the pain. So you're surrendering in many ways. You're accepting wherever you're at and having faith that the pain and the healing is inevitable that you'll be able to move through it. So, something to consider. Okay, <clears throat> let's keep it flowing. I'm going to read another poem here now with the intention of sharing some teachings around it. Again, if you're joining live, if anything pops up for you, any comments, any questions, any feelings around these poems, pop them in the comment section. I'd love to hear your beautiful expression and voice. Next poem is called Creative Loving Awareness. In the field where creation is woven, a masterpiece of life is seen, where hearts become the artisans, crafting expansion that's evergreen. Through the lens of loving awareness, we shape the colors and their hue. With graceful strokes of compassion, 
manifesting a reality that's divinely true. In every moment, a choice is made to perceive the bliss and empathy, to flow with the light of understanding and manifest a realm of harmony. But when we gaze with eyes of love, the standard shifts to perfection. Fear and tension swells to magic and the greatest potential, our direction. With open hearts as our brushes and kindness as our guiding hand, we paint a canvas of collective unity straight from this caring wonderland. So with our realm of loving creation, we find purpose and our space to nurture and hold each other and witness our divinity take its place. Thus let us wield our creative awareness with reverence and boundless awe. For through our eyes of observation, we manifest a reality blissful for all. Because this is a boundless tapestry, we as the weavers of our fate, through observational pause and presence, a world of love we now consecrate. So this poem <laughs> has some deep, deep, deep teachings that I'm excited to share. And I'm going to begin actually by continuing the reading here into a poem, into a, um, into a quote from Rumi. And Rumi's quote is, beyond all wrongdoings and rightdoings, there is a field. I'll meet you there. And this field is made of this creative, loving awareness. This creative, loving awareness that we have the divine power and, again, choice to tap into at any given moment to create a new reality, to create a new reality in which we are free, free from what? Free from limitation, free from that negative thought pattern, free from that shadow, free from that you know, insert the thing that is holding you back. Because in reality, there is no wrong or right. There is just our current perception or our current state of consciousness that is always in flux, that we can always change, that we can always create anew. So this loving field of awareness is a state, a frequency, that we can all learn to flex more often. If you have heard me speak about inner child before, I refer, often refer to a term or a phrase or a practice of holding the child. And what I mean by this from an inner child lens, let's say that you have just ended a relationship. And in that relationship, there were some deep wounds of rejection, deep wounds of abandonment. And that inner child is playing up. That inner child is feeling in pain, is feeling wounded. Well, one way that you can activate this creative field of awareness is by holding the child. What do I mean by that? What do I mean is tuning in to that piece of you, that part of you, in this case, the inner child, that feels abandoned, feels rejected, that is projecting, creating a reality, that we, that, a reality in which you don't want, 
And you can hold that child. Hold that child in what? In your loving awareness. Hold that child in your field of love. Tap into the observation of where that child is playing up in your being, where you feel it, right? Often we feel an inner child wound in our heart, in our throat, in our belly, right? Different areas. But you bring your awareness, observe it, and then hold it. But you don't just hold the child. You don't just bring your loving awareness. You also do something else, and this connects also to the first poem. You also surrender and let go. You surrender and let go into what? You surrender and let go to being held, to being held by love, by your divine, and I would say divine feminine love. Right? When we hold ourselves, when we observe ourselves, we are observing and becoming aware from a place of unconditional love. So practically what this means is we must not only activate this awareness, we must also give ourselves permission to surrender and let go into it. Surrender and let go into that love. Right, Just like a second ago I talked about speaking and surrendering and letting go as we speak it out, now we do the same thing, but we do it within. We surrender and let go within. We bring awareness to the, in the example that I gave, the inner child wound, wound. We hold it in our love, but we give, we tell the inner child, which is us still, right? That it's okay to let go. It's okay to surrender back into the love to be held. And for many people, that may be enough to finally detach. Good morning, Jade. I see you there, my friend. Thank you for popping in. That might be enough to finally move on from the thing. And why is that? Why is that so? Why might that be enough? Well, again, I'm going to quote someone here, the powerful uh, scientist that is Greg Braden. Greg Braden says, the act of observation is an act of creation unto itself. We know through a quantum perspective that the pure observation on reality changes reality, right? It's the observer effect. The act of observing something from an unconditional state changes said state. So just observing our inner child wound of abandonment from a space of creative, unconditional love changes it, helps it shift, helps it move, helps it release. This is why this creative loving awareness can be so powerful. But let's keep going here because I don't want to just speak about just in the feminine because the feminine in many cases is this unconditional loving awareness, is the, is the feeling, is the surrender, is the letting go, is the being. That's all the divine feminine in many ways. But we aren't just the divine feminine. Some of us, after that observation, that loving awareness, some of us will need to take action. I'll give an example. Let's say that you are, let's use that relationship and you had that inner child wound of rejection and abandonment come up. 
maybe in the 3D world, there is abuse happening and there needs to be some action taken so further pain is not perpetrated. So once you connect into this creative awareness, you surrender, you release, you move through the wounds of abandonment and rejection. You then allow, you come back into the 3D body and you come back into the physical to take inspired action. And that inspired action for you may be setting boundaries, right? Detaching from said person, right? Walking away, leaving a relationship, moving on, speaking out to someone, calling someone, right? You get the idea. This is all action. But it's not any action. It's inspired action. Inspired action that overspills and releases from your full cup of love and is usually accompanied with intuition. So an, an intuitive, inspired action to be taken. But we're all, and this is so important because we're all asking, you know, what is the step I need to take? What is the one thing I need to do? Some of us fall into, and in the last poem, I'll speak about this, but some of us fall into over-analysis. We think about all the things. We have all of these beautiful ideas, things to do, but we do none of them. It's because we're not taking the inspired intuitive action. And this comes in this state. Connect in to the creative awareness. Usually that creative inspired action comes up to take. So I'll end it there on that one, but I hope that resonates and hits you here from this poem. I want to welcome people that are joining live. Again, if this hits you today, any comments, any questions are coming up, add it into the chat. If you're listening on the podcast, would highly encourage you. I've got one more poem here to share. But I'd highly encourage you to allow these words and these poems to move through you and notice how the frequency hits you. Speaking of inspired action, they may invite a certain kind of choice that you need to make or an action you need to take as i spoke about a second ago okay so the last poem here is over analysis paralysis in the depths of my ego i hide and percolate lost in shoulds and coulds too hard to articulate. Overanalyzing each moment and turn gone awry, caught in a cycle, afraid to know why. But then I discovered a path to reclaim, a choice to break free from this endless refrain, to let go of worries, release all of my strain, and embrace a healing action like gentle drops of rain. No longer confined, by the commotion of thinking. I choose to heal in this moment to keep my heart from sinking. For life's too wondrous to waste in the prediction, in self-imposed prisons of doubt and its addiction. I now understand the healing journey to take, a commitment to oneself, a divine choice I get to make. Blossoming of expansion, coloring a new day. 
I choose to embrace the beauty of soothing my own way. So I release the grip of analysis and yearning and dance with the rhythm of a new love that's churning, no longer stuck in the cycles of my mind. I rise above it all, leaving my separation behind. For in this realm of thinking and loving healing, let's choose to take action and keep our hearts open to feeling. This poem, if you've been listening, flows beautifully on from what we were just speaking about. And it continues this story that we all find ourselves in of, I need to keep finding and doing the thing. Otherwise, I'm broken. Otherwise, I'll remain unhealed. Otherwise, I'll remain in this pain. And while we, are, we have to be open to the inspired action to take, as I spoke about in the second poem, we also have to remember that doing nothing, that stopping for a moment, feeling, and just integrating in itself is a step that we can take. Just like we can get stuck in all the ideas coming in and not taking any action, we can also get stuck in having to think we need to take action all the time. We have to find the thing to do. We have to analyze and get it done or else. Or else we'll be judged or else we won't be enough or else we won't get to the thing in time. So the first teaching here is realizing that you are enough, you are worthy, you are already all the things already. Yes, we get to take choice and step forward, continue through our shadows, continue having this beautiful experience as a soul that we are, but paradoxically and simultaneously, even if we didn't do any of those things, we would still be enough, we'd still be worthy, we'd still be valuable. So it's really sitting in that for a moment, sitting in that feeling, that enoughness. It's also remembering that once we go through something traumatic, so let's keep using the example that we gave earlier of the inner child wound of rejection and abandonment. One of the reasons we get stuck in over-analysis paralysis is we keep looking for the root cause of the shadow, of the pain. And I'll be the first to put my hand up and say that it's important to get to the root. It's important to get to that inner child need that needs to be met. I spoke about that in the first poem. But there is a, there is a limit. There is a point of diminishing returns. And there comes a moment in time where we have to look back on our inner child. That's technically, it's in the past, but remember the past is in the present. So there's really no time. But if we want to just stay linear here, we look back on these past choices that we've made, that we might be holding judgment, shame, guilt around. And there comes a point where we need to, again, surrender, release, Forgive and let go. 
I want to share a beautiful quote from the book Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. And the quote is, all that is real in the past is the love that we gave and the love that we received. All that is real in the past is the love that we gave and the love that we received. And what this highlights is it's so easy for us to get stuck in the paralysis of becoming identified by the thing we should or shouldn't have done, by the pain that is moving through us, by the shadow that's moving through us. And we forget that what is the most important thing to do is to come back to love. So while we must not spiritually bypass and we must hold a space in our heart for the shadow that needs to be seen, we must also make sure that we're continuing to come back to our spiritual loving baseline and taking a step forward from there, not taking a step forward from not enoughness of shame, of guilt, of unworthiness, stepping forward, taking one step forward in love. And that step may be finally letting go, finally releasing, finally giving yourself permission to let that inner child wound be alchemized back into your heart, back into love. The last teaching here with this poem is the understanding that we must all come back to, that we must all embody. And when I say must, you don't have to do anything, but I would encourage you to avoid suffering, to, to open your heart to this, is that there is, there is in this universe, not only is everything happening for a reason, everything is happening for you. Everything is working out for you many reasons for this one of them the biggest one is the universe is you right the universe outside of you is a reflection of you right everything is god including you and everything outside of you but the other point here is that judgment that shame that guilt that over analysis of the past event often we get stuck in the paralysis of it because we think we are wrong we think that that, quote, bad experience means we are a bad person, means we have something to repent. We have something that we have a cross against our name because of. So we fear judgment. We fear that we are, again, bad, evil, shadowy. But it is here we can remind ourselves that that bad experience, that negative experience, that shadowy experience, that painful experience, it too was happening for you. It too was working out for you. But we can only get to that space and place if we first open our heart to this. You know, the easiest example to highlight this is any pain in your life. Let me ask you a question. In hindsight, did that pain bring you something? Did that pain give you a teaching? 
did that pain help you learn and become more? When I ask myself that question, the answer is always yes. So just this point in itself shows everything is always working out for you. So this may be needed to be repeated. This may be needed to be affirmed if you're in this overanalysis paralysis to help you take that step forward or to help you finally let go, release and move on. So there are my three poems that I want to share with you today and the teachings, spiritual guidance I had around them. I hope they hit your heart. I hope they activated some of your own creative expression here today. I'm going to end as I always do, but through this poetic lens today to inspire you. Don't just feel and understand these teachings, but let's do two things. Let's either take some inspired action on them or give yourself permission to let go, surrender, and release something that was holding you back. And I'll get even more specific. I would encourage you, if you feel called, to do some of your own writing, to do some of your own poetic expression. If this is something you want to go deeper into, you want help around, I'd encourage you to head over to my website. You'll see a link in the show notes. Head over to my website and click on the Cosmic Heart Drive and join our poetry container. The beautiful Zen Jen and I are holding this container to share transmissions, but also inspire, rejuvenate, heal, and help you connect into this creative, stress-relieving expression that you have inside of you. So click on that link and you can have a free trial and tune into the frequency of this poetic dance. I'd also ask you to implement some of these teachings here today from the poems and let me know how it goes. If you need deeper support around any of these teachings, this is what I do in my mentoring and coaching. So reach out and we can have a talk about what that looks like as well. But as always here, beautiful beings, until next time here on the show, I'd encourage you to share this out far and wide with someone that you think can support and inspire. But regardless, I send you love. I send you light. And we'll see each other again very soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gained value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify Star Feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. with you. Check out my new release, 
All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Hath Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Electric acid. Electric acid.